0: All three Beards Media podcasts originate from the Gravitate Coworking Studio, sponsored by Revelton Distilling Company.
1: This is In the Side of the Storm. I am hosting in replacement of Dave Larson because he's stuck at some cheerleading competition with his kid. We'll get to that in a second. We'll make fun of him for that in a second. But uh, super excited. Marcus, big play. What's up, guys?
2: What up? Man,
3: trying to trying to get over this, this second half of this, this COVID, man. It, midweek, man. it really knocked me out again. Man. I had, I had to get some know, re-up on some different antibiotics and things, and this has gotten me a little bit better the last couple of days, but man, Tuesday night, Wednesday, nah, like me and my wife did nothing for, for uh, Valentine's, I was just on the bed all day long, just laid out, because you know, I thought I was better, but apparently I wasn't, so. I'm I'm a lot better now, so
1: that that sounds like a that sounds like a typical night at my house. Anyways, Valentine's Day we laid on the couch and watched an old episode of Big Brother. I think that's what we did. All right, so how many
2: how many other dudes uh, make up sicknesses? Not you didn't, Marcus. I 1,000. How many dudes be making up like, oh, baby, I'm sick because they forgot they forgot the for Valentine's (laughs) Day because that's a that's a good get out of jail free card there. That's That's right, we got COVID.
1: Well, I got COVID. We That's need it. to. We need to isolate. <laughs> so before we hopped on, we were making fun of Tyrese Halliburton's jacket. I found a better picture.
3: Oh my goodness!
1: So I'll hold it up here. But you can see he's got the shit at the bottom of his pant of his jacket too, and it's all the way down past his knees.
2: That's like Oscar. The- What's, the Oscar the What's Oscar That's the Oscar from the, from the <laughs> uh, <is> <laughs> Sesame Street. It's like. Oh that's sleeves, man. That is awful. It, I mean, just, hey, it's Easter home, but uh, I can't get I can't get jiggy with
3: that. It looked oh. like a nice suit that somebody just literally put <laughs> some kind of fur on it. Like I, I don't get it.
2: So, so let's cut some let's cut some shit
1: off and throw it on. I me mean, that literally away. looks like <laughs> in the old days when your parents used to have like the stuff around the toilet the, the little fuzzy rug. Oh yes. man, it, that's yeah. what that looks like. It does. Yeah. They just strapped it to his coat. Like, come on, Tyrese, you're an, you're an all-star. You can you can get better than that,
3: man. If he would, if he would just left it on the sh- on the arms, probably would have been better. But that bottom part, like, <laughs> like, like I know, like, like I know he feel it, like grabbing on his <laughs> on his thighs <laughs> when he walks. Like, <laughs> that's weird to me, man. Uh, but hey, uh, hey, we love young fellow though. That's
1: right. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Hell yeah. A starter for the all-star team in his own home in his in his own stadium. That's that's a hell of a deal. And Victor, and a cyclone to boot. So I mean it's hell of a week. Brock starts the Super Bowl, Tyrese starting the all-star game. That's crazy. And I, you know, we were I was talking about it to Marcus beforehand. I, I caught a glimpse of the, the dunk contest in the three point yesterday, and I was like, I've passed the threshold of old, because that LED lit up fucking uh, floor was too much for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, I couldn't do it.
3: It was terrible. Yeah, this is the first I like time they came man. with that. The first time they came with it, I guess. I guess the uh, tournament, the playing tournament, floors were so bright. Somebody said to them, "Well, let's try LED." To you know, and and again, you get to put more advertisement, more ads. You, you, have, you have to understand why things have gotten so bad. I guess you were saying so many different leads because the money, you know, they're, they're trying to be able to get everybody in.
0: Yeah. Um,
3: we were we were on the freeway the other day and uh, we saw a billboard and like 10 seconds later or whatever, five seconds, it changed. I'm always like, mm-hmm. why change so fast? Because it's not the... Stationary one billboard now they can get a hundred companies in you know an hour, and so it's about flipping, especially yep. in Vegas, and that's how they're doing here. They know everybody is watching, they know a lot of people are there, and that's the that's the main objective.
2: That's
1: it, yep. It's about so, money, man. That's right. All right, so let's talk a little bit of Super Bowl real quick. Hey, mm. uh, Brock held his own, I think. Of course, in initial thoughts, Brent. Uh, on the game and how that ended. Overtime specifically, you got to know the rules, right?
2: 1,000%, man. There's no way I'm letting Patrick Mahomes get the ball second. Like, I got to put pressure on him right now. Like, trust my defense. Give me a stop. At least give me a chance. Because even if they do score a touchdown, I know we can score a touchdown and go for a two-point conversion and win the game. Like, that's that's just simple. Because as soon as they did, I was like, oh, shit, that's it. It's over with because there's no way. There's no way they were going to win letting him get the ball second because nope. whatever needed to happen, he was going to get done. And that's you can't leave that up to Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes because they'll beat you every time. But other yeah. than that, I thought Brock to played a great game, in my opinion. I mean, great game manager. They ran the hell out of Christian McCaffrey. But aside of that, I mean, I hate that for the kid, but
1: did, did they good though- for him, man. Second half, I think he got two carries in the second half.
2: Yeah, no, he was. And that's because they used him so much the first half. Yeah, I think okay. they kind of went away from it. He was so, I mean, you could see him like gassed as shit. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, carrying the rock. But that was just a little too much too often, I think, with him. I think they could have did that same amount of damage over time. You know what I mean? Keeping right. Yeah. A little bit fresher. But, you know, Shannon had an idea. Just kind of went with it. And Greenlaw going down just hurt everything.
1: That's that. Opinion. I'll let you jump in, Marcus. I think that was the biggest thing for me in the second half mm-hmm. because they were they were stopping them in in the first half. Mm-hmm. And man, what a freak injury of just running onto the field and tears his ACL. And that guy is he's his Achilles. He's yeah. Achilles. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, those those type of games they 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 had been out for some. What for at least a week or two, you know, you know, the practice is, isn't as, as locked in as focused as it would be during the regular season. Um, you know, because you got to preserve your energy and things like that. But you know, when you come out in the game like that, you're so charged. <laughs> uh, what are you going to tell Christian McCaffrey? No, you know, you, right. if you're ready, you, yeah. you, you he sparked and you're ready to go. And then you know, you have such high energy, and then it wasn't like it was a High scoring affair in the first first half. We was like, man, mm-hmm. I was looking at this game like, and I was I was expecting them to be able to move the ball, but you know, mm-hmm. two great defenses playing against mm-hmm. each, each other. Um, totally, we definitely love Brock, one hundred percent. But man, like the only person, and I told a lot of people, the only person that I would have felt comfortable against Pat Mahomes. In the Super Bowl, is the only person that's beat them in the Super Bowl, and that was Tom Brady. You yeah, know, yeah, I mean, sure. it's just you know he's he's in that space, and with the defenses that they had, you know, Brock did a hell of a job, you know, keeping that game close and scoring and doing the things that they needed to get to overtime. But man, like yeah. you said, those rules when you don't know those rules when I, when when they did not score uh, enough to put them ahead to where if they scored, got the ball back, and you didn't know that they got the ball back. when I said, oh, my goodness, that's that's it. Right, and so I, I got off, off the couch, got into my chair, and got closer to the TV. And my wife was like, what you doing? I was like, man, I'm nervous. I, it, it's just, it's Pat Mahomes. I, I know it doesn't matter, like, how many inches, like, up and back whatever. Then you know it's going to be a, a 20-yard pass on 4th and 17, and then they're going to. And right in that little corner, I was like, "Oh man, I, that's ball game." You know, I you
1: know. I told Stacey when we were watching it, I was like, "I this might be the nervous I've been for a non-cyclone or a Bears mm-hmm. game." Like I was that sick to my stomach watching Pat Mahomes just drive down and drive you down. Can't, you can't I, stop it. Was,
3: no, you can't stop it. But that's you why that. you,
1: that's why you love the game. Yeah, shit like that. That's what yeah, draws man. people in, man. Gosh,
0: I mean,
2: the football mind of Andy Reid and just, just the, the sheer playmaking ability of Mahomes to find anybody. It's You just can't stop it. And then on defense, what? you lose one of your key contributors with Greenlaw. Yeah. You, you, there's nobody to cover Kelsey now. So you man. can do literally yeah. do whatever you want. So that's why so I was like, oh, shit, that's it. When I mean, he wrote. The young guy did good, but.
3: When he rolled right that fast, I said, "Somebody over there, what? Why the fuck?" Yeah. Over? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like it was, it was like one of those ones, like when you almost nervous to even make the pass because it's like, you know, mm-hmm. it like it, that ball probably didn't have hardly any spin on it or nothing, just probably just yeah. wobble, just just catch this, man. you know what <laughs> I mean? Man. But when he got over there, I was like, "That's
2: it." Mm-hmm.
1: Andy Reid, the best coach in the NFL.
2: Let's see. I mean, yeah. Right now, I'd have to give it to him. I mean, that's just, back to back. Yeah, I mean, right now he's got a he's got to hold a holder title. I mean, you know, key situations when you need it. That's yeah. a guy you can't really bet against. You know what I'm saying?
1: So I think he is. I I and I and this is controversial, but I think he's better than Belichick, and I'll tell you why. He he made several conference championships in the NFC with the Eagles with Donovan McNabb. Mm. He he had winning seasons in Kansas City with Alex Smith and went to the playoffs, mm. and and has now obviously got the you know one of the greats in, in Patrick Mahomes. But to to be that successful over that time span with the changes in football and with different quarterbacks, and Belichick's got one guy who is who is arguably the greatest to ever play it. You know. know what I mean? And the, the two years that he didn't have that guy was not good. All right.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: And the time that he had in Cleveland was not good. I don't remember that time. Yeah. Oh, I do. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm older than you, Marcus. I remember that. <laughs> you know, that staff though, that staff in Cleveland, that was loaded. Yeah. Because that had that had him, that had uh Nick Saban. Nick Saban was it there. Had yeah, I heard parents. Jim Swartz, who was a big time defensive coach. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that staff was loaded. So all right. Let's talk about basketball. Do
2: you guys don't watch any of the so game games? Please. What? So it don't sound so I'm, excited. I'm, I'm
1: not sure if you watched the game or not. I don't know if you were asleep or not, Brent. <laughs> uh, I mean, mean, there's a good chance. Today. I did
2: <laughs> I definitely did. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> Marcus is the is the
1: basketball guru. So
3: I'm, I'm <laughs> all right. That's
1: here. all right. I got questions anyways. I got, got, I I, I got questions. I, got I, definitely questions anyway. it. I definitely watched <laughs> it. All right. I so uh I'm trying to think. They played, I have my notes here. Fuck shit. I'm totally unprepared. Hmm. Uh they played Cincinnati on Tuesday at Cincinnati. Probably the first real tough road game that they went on in one. Other than Kansas, I guess. They, they played Kansas on the road, too. No, they played Kansas at home. Play Kansas at home. Yeah, so Cincinnati, that's kind of a tough place to play on the road. And they just got ranked in the top 12, so that was their top 10. That was a little bit of pressure, too.
3: Well, yeah, the, like you say, Cincinnati always is strong at home. And, and you know, new to the Big 12, you want to make that statement. Um, even even if you win or lose, you still you still have to make that statement. The, you know, to show that you're there, that you're gonna be here. Um, and we always know, you know, road games in the Big Twelve is always gonna be hard to uh, to get. To get those are are definitely ones that we we welcome and uh to get that one was really big. I mean, we're playing really, really good right now. It's kinda of, it kinda of makes me nervous. Um, you know, but you know, to to be where we sitting right now is, is a good feeling for sure.
1: So the the narrative the last few weeks have been that TJ has been pretty even keeled. I I think the opposing coach has gotten a technical called on them in the last six games against us. Do do you think that coaches are able to manipulate those types of calls or refs in a certain way? Because the narrative out there is, is that TJ – being calm and cool and whatever can get way is getting away with more now because he doesn't overreact to that.
3: It's getting away with what?
1: Like I, like the, the opposing coaches I think are getting teed up more and so on. TJ doesn't really react to much. So the, 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 the refs maybe on the court allow a little bit more on our guys than they do theirs.
3: Well, I don't necessarily, you know, know if that's the case. I mean, for players or coaches alike, like technicals come comes from the reaction of the individual. And I mean, if he's more even kill now, he's he he understands that this may be hurting my team, you know. Because personally, I mean, when we saw Coach Eustacey get in this realm. You know, it kind of got us charged up to get in the <laughs> rim with him. So so if he was a little bit more cooler, then maybe we feel like, you know, we should be a little bit more cooler. So maybe the players, you know, see that. And maybe he see that if he got a technical, that gets them to being a little bit too erratic. So, you know, kudos to him to changing, you know, that coaching strategy. And, and we're winning. And we're winning and, you know, top of the Big 12. Why, why do something to jeopardize that or put us in a worse position? I mean, it's working. You know, it's not broken, so leave it as it is. That's not why we're well, we You got to Right. <laughs> yep. Excuse
1: me. So, they played Cincinnati. They played Texas Tech yesterday. Big game Monday night. Marcus, you ever play in a big Monday game? What's I, the-
3: no, I don't even know. I, I mean, of course, I've played in some big games, but I – during this time, these these games run into each other so much. I literally didn't know what when we play. You just let me know when the game is and when to show up. It don't matter what day it was. That's it. Okay, no what day it was.
1: so let me ask it this way then: you, They've got a big, huge road game. Number two in the country. Yeah, that's gonna be bad. Let, so I'll start with you, Brent. Biggest on the road game that you had to go to that was a a, a big road game. With a lot at stake, I mean, Iowa State's sitting there; they're tied for first place in the Big Twelve. You look at their remaining schedule. They win tomorrow night; they can run the table and and lock up the Big Twelve title.
2: Mm-hmm. Which I mean, shit, I don't know. I can't think of what road, big road game for me at all. We, I don't know, man. Because I, I got up for different games, you know. What I'm saying I got up for games differently than a lot of people. Like the stuff that motivated me was to be back home to be in front of people that I knew, you know what I'm saying, we're going to be at those games, the, playing against the Texas, playing against Texas A&M, uh, any Texas school in general, because I felt slighted. So, I, you know, for those, those are all big games for me. But there was times where guys were like, oh, shit, we're going we're gonna to play Texas. Mm-hmm. Give a fuck who they are. Right? Sure. They put <laughs> their pants on the same way we put our pants on, you know what I'm saying? So why does it matter? But, um, you know going to iowa i think maybe oh oh gosh i got hurt in 05 so i think it was 2005 maybe 2004 sorry 2004 i had to see them shitty pink locker rooms um and i got high low that was like a big i guess a big road game but i mean man i don't i don't know man um
1: so, I guess, for me,
2: for so us, see
1: us. from a fan's perspective, I would think that okay, it's a big game, you guys are a little bit more ramped up, but your point is is that some of that shit doesn't matter. You can't I, think, I mean, you know, as an athlete I think we all them.
2: we all have our own motivations, you know what I'm saying? And I think right it, it depends on the person. Um, you know, if there was a lot of chatter in the paper, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that, like we saw a lot of talk, that would get us kind of amped up. Um, but if I'm being honest, my first couple years we sucked. Like our first, my first year we sucked. The second year we were rebuilding, right? Started getting some wins and stuff like that. So we didn't really see a ton of success until my third year, like my junior year. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't sure. get, I did, we didn't get hype for games. We was trying to like let's fucking win. Like we got to find. We were like every week it's one and zero. We got to go one and zero. Like that's all that matters. So didn't matter if it was at home or away.
3: What about you, Marcus? Um, definitely Kansas. You know, um, you know, the first win that we won in what over 50 years down, down in Lawrence. Um, but just like B said, like, like to me, and this is not no kind of air, I know what kind of team we had. We wasn't losing that game, period, point blank. That was a that was a focused game that I knew it was going to be a focused game. Um, and and like, I've I've watched, you know, different highlights or sometimes that people put up different stuff or whatever, and I remember in, in the second half, like, I got a dunk and it was, like, my sixth or eighth point, and it was in the second half, and, you know, by halftime I at least would have ten points, but it was, like, that game to where you, like, it wasn't I wasn't focusing on the number of the dunks to get. I, I assumed I wasn't going to be able to get many with 16 uh, Drew Gooden and, you know, Nick Collison and uh, Eric Chenna with seven foot there, so it, it's just focused on winning the game, winning the game. And, um, I just remember in the second half, like how concentrated that game was. And the guys that I had with me, you know, Jamal and Contrell, the way they played def- defense, I knew it was going to change, you know, um, in that game if we kept it close and we did. So, so for me, the road games were more exciting for me because I I had to concentrate more. When you're at home, you're playing defense in front of home crowd. We, we might come out and Mike Nurse might shoot the first 17 shots. <laughs> we just, <you> know, <laughs> that's, that's how it's gonna be. So you know, but on the road, it's, it's a little bit more concentrated. It's a it's a bigger concentration for the whole for the whole club. So to me, those games were were more important, and, and I got up for those more than. And, and then quieting the crowd, not hearing you know Kansas scene the rock chalk song. You know, was was my goal, and that you know that didn't happen. Even my freshman year, when we lost in Lawrence, it was a close game. Somehow, with Ray France and Paul Pierce and those guys, that we still kept it close. We ended up losing, so they they got to sing the song a little bit at the end of the game. But it wasn't those type where at the beginning of the second half you're getting blown mm-hmm. out, and they sing it for the rest of the rest of the game. So that to me, it probably was Kansas.
1: So then the there was a question floating around on Twitter today. I think Chris Williams from Cyclone Fanatic put it out there. Biggest road game for Cyclones this late in the season since when? And a lot of people said in, right. two, in 2000 against That's Texas right. when you played at Texas. That's probably the last time that there was this big of a I, game.
3: We, no, no, no. We didn't play Texas uh, in 2000 at Texas. Okay. We got them at home that okay. year. Cause, cause the, yeah, because you were at home game.
1: when you dunked on MIM, right? right. That was a home game. Right. Okay.
3: So because we got them the year before on the road. So the next year they come, it's the one game at home. So by the look of the draw, we got Oklahoma. No, we got Oklahoma on the road, but we got Oklahoma, Oklahoma State and Texas at home. And it was us three, four just tied for the top. And then we got Oklahoma State and Texas at home. So we didn't get them on the road. We got Kansas
1: on the road that year, though. Interesting. That's crazy. Uh, What are they going to do to win? Well, let me ask you this. So, and this is for both of you. You you have a big game like this and shit starts to go south in a hurry. What do you do? I mean, where are you going with that? Well, it's
3: it's NCAA, so it's going to go south because, you know, you you have you, you have to understand like the college the collegiate game, and it, it's no disrespect, but you have some pros and then you have some kids who don't know how to play ball. Mm-hmm. So you know mm-hmm. it's, it's it's not like it's not like the pros where we're all pros and like you know your job and just sometimes you fuck up. But but uh, <laughs> but but in college, you know you have some kids that are coming in that don't know how to play ball and you do have some pros. So it's going to be up and down we're going to be, you know, here in Vegas, they love the the point spread to where, uh, especially a college basketball game is they're up 20. Oh, those numbers are going to run up high because now they can entice people in with the plus minus because they know they're going to make a run at the end or more than likely they're going to make a run at the end. And the flip side can be the university of Yukon playing, the number one team, University of UConn playing the number four uh, team Marquette and Marquette lose by 30. Like so something is not right. Either Marquette is not number four or Yukon is not number one. Something ain't right because it should be a closer, but maybe Marquette has a few pros on the team who has done well and has some kids on the team that really don't know how to play when a big game like that, you know, they can't bridge the gap. So, in, in the collegiate sport you can never you can never really tell. You just got to sit there and watch the game and just like watching the Texas Tech game the other day. We were up, you know, big and then I looked up, you know, we we're up like 10 and I'm like, "Uh-oh. Here we go." Uh, but yeah. that's how it goes.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. what about you Brent? What's your mindset Brent when it when it starts to go south? Uh,
2: I mean, you know, just got to regroup, man. I mean, I was, you know, I was more of a cerebral player player anyway. And I like to talk me a little shit here and there. So if it took me getting in somebody's head to spark something, I always talk about the momentum train and you know, once that some bitch gets to rolling, it's hard to stop it. So hard to stop it's like man. So it's like, you know, you try to recreate something and you know, for me it was like if I had a chance to do anything. Shit, I don't care if it might have been after the play to, you know, mess with somebody's head, just <laughs> off, you know what I'm saying, swing on me, do something, you know, yeah, because your mom snuck in my hotel room last night. So that's what I, you know, get that guy's head, you know what I'm saying, that type of thing. But, I mean, it's one of those you just try to, you know, turn the tide however you can, man. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's just one play at a time. You know, just got to get guys to calm down and back back in.
3: Yeah, but this game this game really scares me because, I mean, Coach Sampson, you know, he's been a pillar. I
1: hate, I hate that guy.
3: He's been a pillar in, in collegiate basketball for years and definitely in, in the Big 12. When I, you know, was in school and, you know, he's a great coach. Um, you know, he really, really put some hard-nosed uh, guys out there on the floor and they, and they play the right way. They play strong. They play tough. Uh, one of my, ex, you know, uh, pro teammates' son uh, plays for uh, – Houston sharp. So you know, he's a lot like his dad, you know, hard nose, grinded out, gritty, strong, and tough. And on that road, is that's one that I'm really, really
2: concerned about. And my hometown gonna be kind of live for that game, too. Oh, they're gonna, gonna be real hard. tough. But. Yeah. It's,
1: it's <laughs> well, and they're they're gonna be wow. looking for some payback and because they came in oh, here for course. and they yeah, and they got absolutely. handled up here. Mm-hmm. They got mm-hmm. handled up here before. Uh, let's let's take a break, uh, and then we'll come back. Uh, we'll wrap up a little bit about tomorrow's game, and then I'm gonna look at the schedule and get your guys' idea of uh, what the end of the season is gonna look like, and then maybe some seating. I'm gonna talk about that screenshot that I sent you guys yesterday, which is a bunch of bullshit. So, all right, let's get an let's get a word from Rebelton and from Gravitate Co. Working. We'll be right back.
0: Why take the best corn in the world and make it into fuel when you could make it into whiskey? That's the question that launched Rebelton. Iowa's most visible and fastest growing distillery. Owners Rob and Christy Taylor embrace the grain to glass philosophy, sourcing ingredients locally and overseeing on premises production and bottling at their facility in Osceola. One sip, and you'll agree that Rebelton's handcrafted whiskeys, gins, and vodkas are the best you've ever tasted. And with the launch of their rye whiskey, made with 100% Iowa-grown rye and corn, and their new bourbon coming soon, there's more Revelton to love than ever. Iowa's own Revelton Distillery. ReveltonDistillery.com. The great thing about working from home is working from home. The worst thing is working from home, especially for face-to-face collaborations with customers and coworkers. And let's face it, coffee shop meetings are neither private nor professional. So skip the trip to Starbs and investigate Gravitate co-working space. For more than 10 years, Gravitate has provided large and small office and conference spaces, perfect for hosting meetings, workshops, or other events, as well as private phone booths for confidential conversations. Plus, all spaces include secure fiber internet, free coffee, and access to a kitchenette. All you need is your laptop. Gravitate does the rest. And renting space at Gravitate is surprisingly affordable, An hour of office space costs about the same as venti caramel macchiatos and breakfast sandwiches for two. Daily and monthly rates are also available with no long-term commitment. Learn more at gravitatecoworking.com. That's gravitatecoworking.com.
1: All right, and we're back. We really appreciate our sponsors around here. Uh, Two things speaking of which. Uh, uh, of great things, Brent. I saw that you posted a photo of two new kolaches that are gonna cost me a lot of money. And why don't you tell everybody about those?
2: It's a good old fashioned buffalo chicken calachi. Kind of reminds you of of wings, but it's just wings and my sweet bread and a little bit of pepperoni mozzarella. Man, it's like pizza on sweet dough. So it's it's fire. I That's had plenty of them this past weekend. No spice for you, Marcus. I yeah, no spice. I <laughs> keep it easy.
1: And and we're keep it easy. are you serving those just for lunch or what's the deal with those?
2: Yeah, it's it's primarily lunch. I mean, I don't not too many people want to get their, their morning started that way, but I usually show around 10 o'clock or so. I mean <laughs> listen, listen. It's a brunch. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, not a time of the day that I would need them. That's I don't like right. to you, but
1: you know, and where I'm they gotta have better uh, for that afternoon. Tell everybody where you're at. And what your hours are. Oh,
2: yeah. So uh, if you're in the Des Moines area or Urbandale area, two triple seven, one hundred Street in Urbandale, uh, open 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. Tuesday through Friday and Saturday and Sunday, 7 a.m. to 2.
1: Boom. There you go. Also, the halftime score of the All-Star game is 104 to 89. That's fucking ridiculous. That's ridiculous, right? That's so stupid. Mm -hmm. Halliburton's got 18 points. Lillard's going to steal the MVP from him. He's got 22. Right.
3: That's trash. He had 15 in the first 10 seconds. Come on.
1: Yeah. Come on, Ty.
2: Right. was hitting logo threes, though, so it wasn't a whole lot. Man,
3: whole I would have checked myself back in. Man, like, come, on, man. Hey, come on, man. I've been stalling him out. Uh,
1: maybe he had a wardrobe change. Maybe he had a wardrobe change at halftime. He had go no, his He's big bird monster outfit on, <laughs> He's changing into his big bird outfit at half. <laughs> All right, uh, we have after the Houston game, they have two at home, two on the road. And then it's Big Ten, it's Big Twelve, tourney time. So, how do you change the mindset? You in that regular season, and you have to instantly go into tournament time mode. What's the difference? What are you doing different?
3: I don't think there's a mindset to change. Like it's still the Big Twelve, so keeping that same mentality that that you've had success with to go down to that tournament because we, because we know. I mean, we've you know benefit from you know, not having a strong season and going down there and winning that tournament and then things turn around. So mm-hmm. we know how, how important it is to be down there. So keep that same mentality. Keep that, you know, the the exact same thing that you've be, been doing in practice. It's not, it's not the time to take your foot off the gas pedal. March is right around the corner. And if you're going to march into it strong, you have to keep that mentality that you've always, that you've had all season long to have the success.
2: Yeah, I agree, man. Can't change it up. I mean, it's brought you so much success during the season. Um, you're playing the same guys, right? But obviously, these are your winner go home. So it's uh, you know you're locking a little bit more on a neutral playing space. Um, but it's time to turn up, make our way on into this tournament.
1: Well, so <clears throat> to the the last projections that CBS had, they had uh, they had Iowa State at a three seed. They had Kansas and North Carolina as a two. Kansas we beat. They're below us in the standings. It's just name, right? It's it's name recognition Absolutely. only, right? It's oh, bullshit, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure.
3: Absolutely. I mean, it is causing a little controversy right now because we hadn't gotten there. I we mean, we're already talking about it. So, of course, that's what they want to, you know, drum up. Um, Worst case scenario, if something happens and Kansas loses more games, then it's easier to drop them down. But not to have them there in the beginning is almost like blasphemy for Miss for them. So our our schedule looks, you know, this Houston this Houston game is a Houston game. But I mean, we owe Oklahoma, you know, UCF, yeah. you know, it's going to be a pretty tough one on the road. But I think we can get that. We definitely owe BYU, definitely yeah. owe them ass a big time. Yeah. And that Kansas State one to to end it, you know, with you know, coach down there is that's going to be a fun one too. That's that's going to be a fun <laughs> yeah. one. one. Those guys are
1: in shambles though. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that, I think uh, I think we broke them. They've that's been absolutely K-State. disastrous since they lost that game here. That's K State
3: on their road though, see, so you don't you don't want to get to that last game and and some wacky stuff has happened, and now we all sitting together and we need that one. SK State, I hate it down there in my Man, it's just, I never left that place without a busted lip or eye or something. No, shut never, up. Never, never. Like, it, it's just it's just that mentality that they have. You know, it's it's already not Kansas, so they feel like, you know, we got a lot to prove, and then, you know, they had some tough players down there. I remember Manny dies when, my freshman year, like, Manny was a, a load to deal with, you know, down in Kansas State, so...
1: You know, that's big time. The Oklahoma game, we like you said, we owe them. I don't see UCF. That might be a trip-up game. That's a long ways down there, man, for a game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they overlook them. I could see them maybe stubbing their toe. And I think Kansas lost down there. Kansas Kansas can't win on the road right now anyway, so I guess it doesn't really matter. But it'll be interesting. It'll be a fun time. Uh, Tomorrow night, they're just gonna beat the piss out of each other, right? Like that's all that that's all that game's gonna be, right? Like there's there's no there's no finesse in that game tomorrow night. Can't be. It uh-uh. can't cannot be. It is it's gonna have to
3: be like I said, the Kansas game. You're gonna have to focus, you know, the whole entire game. And the mentality is to go out there to play sound, keep it close and win, not to go out and to prove we're better, better than I don't uh, – hopefully their mentality isn't just, you know, to prove we're top of the league or and we're better. Like, you have to really, really focus. Once we beat Oklahoma State, and then uh, who's next? Okay, Texas coming in next. Once we beat them, who's next? Like, that's the mentality to have success. Not, oh, yeah, we're number one, number two. Like, they told me that week, okay, we're tied. We're in a three-way tie with, you know, this team and that team. So when do we play Marcus, we played them next. Oh, shit. Bring them in. It doesn't matter. You know, that's the focus just you got to have to, you know, get to the end game, which is, you know, the trophy at the at the end of the tournament, end of the, you know, NCAA tournament. And that's just the mentality that I had at that moment.
1: So it's 8 o'clock tomorrow night. Where are you guys watching the game at? Home. Houston. Houston. Six. Six. It's, I'm trying to
3: Marcus is trying yeah. to do the math. What <laughs> oh, well, exactly. I, You know, the kids being home and stuff like that. Possibly home or maybe you know if I'm out on my phone, or whatever. You know, I got Hulu. I just turn it on on, on my phone.
2: Hulu has live sports. Yeah, yeah I'll be in the right here. Posted up. Is,
3: Stop sign. Cool, but at but at any rate, like if for whatever reason it gets out of control for us. And and it's not going to be anything to you know to that it looks like we can come back within just just go ahead and call it and and you know live another, another day and make it up and you know against West Virginia you know the next week because that's going to be a tough game it's going to be a real real tough game.
1: Well, I I think Taman Litzy is obviously the key to any of those games, but if he's not on, I, Keyshawn is the I, I feel like he can step right in and and take over a game.
2: He's proven
1: it. Yeah, he has.
3: Yeah, and, and that game against Texas Tech, I, like I knew, like, like I tell you, these, these are my babies from, from Vegas. Like Yeah, because
1: you, you, you knew two of the other guys on Texas yeah. Tech, right? You coached them. Yeah. Well, I coached against
3: Darren William. He went to Bishop Gorman and Pop Up Isaacs. I coached him in high school. So I know his tenacity and his toughness and things like that. And I've coached against Keysha- Keyshawn, like I said, for years. And, you know, um bishop gorman everybody knows that school private you know uh school that always wins championships and things like that coronado is the school that marcus jr and uh pop pop isis went to which is like gorman but it's a private uh public school Mm -hmm. um and the school that Keyshawn went to was um durango which is in you know as prestigious as those two but have some real real tough nose hard playing kids matter of fact they won the state championship last year that school did you know, mm-hmm. against you know the other schools because they had some good guys that you know wanted to play hard and play hard and and you know uh, Liberty won the year before and then Durango won last year, so they've been competing against the big schools like Bishop Gorman and Coronado. So I, I knew I knew when he came out against those guys he was going to want to have a, a big showing because they played AAU against each other for years in high school basketball. So it was good to watch him, you know, have some success and. You know, let's get that victory for sure.
1: Well, <clears throat> they're favored by ten. I I don't see them losing. By Houston, 10. Houston is favored by ten. Whoa,
3: that's a little disrespectful. That is right. Yeah, disrespectful.
1: I'm putting that shit on my that,
2: on my wall the whole week. Favored by ten. That, whoa, yep.
1: that's a little disrespectful. Mm. I was up to check. I'll that's double check, I, but I'm almost that's sure that's what I read today. Hold that's on. what
3: I said. If for whatever reason it gets out of control, I, come on, now that's a little disrespectful.
2: Yeah,
1: that's that's crazy. All right, hold on. I'm looking. This is terrible radio. Keep talking.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, that's well, a little. That's a little
1: uh, disrespectful. I'm terrible at this. Let's see. Hold on. I'm almost there to the eight o'clock games
0: uh what are you looking
1: on DraftKings. kings it's now dropped to nine oh, and it's now dropped to nine houston oh, wow. is favored by nine wow now now they're trying to bait you a little bit more and tomorrow tomorrow they'll release what the money line odds are but it did it might be plus 600 so yeah that's i mean they are not they're, they're not showing them any respect that's for damn nine points Man. so all right guys this has been fun. I don't know yeah. what the hell I'm doing. This is why Dave's in charge. I'm terrible at this. I'm terrible at this. So it is what it is. <laughs> All right, next man up. Next man. That's, up. Right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. That's right.
2: <laughs>
1: All right, guys. Uh, check out uh, Revelton's uh, products and their and their uh, Saturday series. They've got music down there, things like that. If you're uh, working from home and you hate working in the op- in in your home, like I used to. Uh, check out gravitate co-working i don't need them anymore because i have a new job and i'm in an office it's (laughs) glorious and i'm super happy so um but and i'm you know 10 minutes closer to brent for lunch i can go grab one of those pizza kolaches
2: so come on through baby (laughs) all
1: right guys we appreciate everybody we'll see you next monday uh have a great night